Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Drop Metcalf, home of the five-star technician and proud partner of the Washington Nationals. At the UPS Store, we know this upcoming holiday is when things can get busy for small business owners. Exactly. My to-do list and I don't take days off. That's why you can count on us to be open and ready to help with every small business need. Whether it's packing and shipping or if it's just to check your mailbox. That's almost everything on my to-do list. My list and I can take the day off. Your local, the everything to help you be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM, Washington. WWWTFM, Manassas. WTLP-FM, Braddock Heights, Frederick. WTOP News. Facts matter. Let's go to Ken Berger in the traffic center. Thank you, Dimitri. Accident just called out in Fairfax County with injuries. The crash at John Marr Drive at Back Lick Road. Beware of responding units and flashing lights on the scene. A couple of new work zones have popped up in Virginia on the northbound side of 95. This starts around Virginia 606 Montevon Road in Thornburg. This is pothole patching operations in the northbound center lane in the right lane. Go up to about a half a mile south of uh, US 17, Warrington Road northwest of Fredericksburg. And then uh, just about a tenth of a mile or so. So later uh, after that, you're going to find a more pothole patching operations with the center lane and right lane blocked. Again, just south of U.S. 17, all the way up to, Virgi- to Virginia 610. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Veronica Johnson this evening. Skies mainly clear here overnight with your temperatures dropping to the lower 30s. By tomorrow afternoon, high temperature just under 50 degrees. We'll start with sunshine. We'll see clouds increase. Don't expect any snow until very late, around 10 to 11 p.m. That snow will end around 8 a.m. Saturday morning with one to three inches on the ground. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Gaithersburg now at 42, dropping to the 30s. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sokos. Coming up tonight, a New York judge could announce the penalty against former President Trump and his businesses in a civil fraud trial tomorrow. Here in the Washington area, wintry weather back in the forecast for Friday night, getting a few inches of snow. The first court appearance for the man accused of shooting D.C. police officers and keeping them at bay for 13 hours. Humane officers, D.C. police, who does what when it comes to animals in D.C.? I'm Kate Ryan. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. 
I'm Christopher Cruz. Tensions flared in a hearing over whether to disqualify the prosecutor in the election fraud case against former President Trump in Georgia. WSB radio reporter Veronica Waters has the play-by-play. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis came out swinging, telling the defense lawyer leading the disqualification charge. It's ridiculous to me that you lied on Monday, and yet here we still are. She and Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade testify their relationship started early 2022 and ended summer 2023. As for defense claims of misconduct via gifts, each also explained Willis reimburses Wade's travel bookings with cash. He tells me how much it is, and I give him the money back. Defense attorneys scoffed at that, including Donald Trump attorney Steve Sadow. You have no records with regard to cash payments. A judge in New York is expected to announce on Friday the penalty the Trump organization has to pay in a civil suit for altering the net worth of its assets. CBS's Graham Cates. The New York Attorney General has asked for $370 million in what's known as disgorgement. That would be an amount that he would, if the judge finds in their favor, that Trump would have to repay the state um, for what's called ill-gotten gains. We've learned more about that deadly shooting at a Super Bowl victory parade. Here's WBBM-TV reporter Charlie DeMar. The people of Kansas City are trying to process how a family-friendly Super Bowl celebration destroyed so many lives. Lisa Lopez-Galvan, local radio personality, was there with several family members. Her son was shot. She was killed. Two juveniles are now in custody. Israeli forces have raided a hospital in southern Gaza where they say Hamas held hostages. And the Israeli army is planning another assault, says CBS's Holly Williams in Israel. Israel's also pressing ahead with plans to launch a ground assault in Rafah where around one and a half million Palestinians are sheltering. Israel says it'll allow civilians to leave the battle zone, but the United Nations has warned an offensive could lead to a slaughter. A burning truck's fuel tank exploded while Los Angeles firefighters were trying to fight the fire, says Fire Chief Christian Crowley. During fire suppression operations aimed at extinguishing the tractor trailer, a significant explosion occurred injuring nine of our LAFD firefighters. A Roman Catholic bishop in Mexico is acknowledging that he and three other bishops met with the heads of drug cartels to try to negotiate a peace agreement in the ultra-violent southern state of Guerrero. The bishop said the talks failed because the cartels didn't want to stop fighting for territory in Guerrero State. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Good Friday morning, 16th of February, 2024. Welcome in. Clear and cold overnight early morning, 33 to 38. Veronica says will be the low with winds gusting up to 20 miles an hour. We're at 39 in Washington now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along through your midnight hour Friday morning ride. Baby, it's cold outside. We begin the ride this morning with a change coming in our weather. The weekend will kick off with some snow starting later this evening. Friday night we're talking about and stretching, of course, through early Saturday morning, we're being told. Starting at about 10 to 11 p.m. and wrapping up early Saturday morning around 7, 8 o'clock. So temperatures are going to be low enough. This is going to be all snow, a few inches of plowable snow. How much? Right now looking like around 1 to 3 inches, but a small area that will have that 1-inch category. That'll be the southern tip of St. Mary's, Calvert County. Most of us 2 to 3 and some of the far uh, areas west and northwest of the district uh, out in uh, areas like Hagerstown and Cumberland could see around 
four, maybe even five inches of snowfall. That is 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. We'll have more with traffic and weather on the 8th throughout the overnight early morning. Just stay right where you are. It's 12.04 on WTOP. We turn on to an update on Friday morning on the man at the center of that day-long standoff in southeast D.C. this week. Stephen Radigan is accused this morning of shooting three officers as they went to arrest him that night on an animal cruelty charge on Wednesday. Actually, it was during the day when this all started. The suspect appeared in court Thursday afternoon yesterday where police said then that Radigan sometimes uses the alias Julius James. He was ordered held without bond on charges of assaulting an officer, animal cruelty, and assault with the intent to kill while armed. Meantime, the officers are all out of MedStar Washington Hospital Center this morning. WTOP's Nick Ainelli tells us they were greeted by their colleagues and given a standing ovation as they walked out. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith says the three officers were in good spirits as they left the hospital. One had been shot in the calf, another in the ankle, and the third in a protective vest. They were shot while trying to serve an arrest warrant in Southeast, leading to a standoff that lasted more than 12 hours between police and the suspect, Stephen Radigan. Radigan had been accused of abusing dogs. And police say after he was eventually arrested, they removed 31 dogs from his single-family home, including 11 puppies. It was something that neighbors had concerns about. Radican's landlord had recently filed court papers seeking to evict him, claiming that two of his dogs had acted aggressively toward a two-year-old child. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. But when it comes to handling cases of abused or neglected animals, exactly who does what here? Humane law enforcement officers work with the Humane Rescue Alliance in D.C. They are not police, but they do investigate cruelty cases. The reality is we often see really hard things. That's Chris Schindler, who oversees those officers at the Humane Rescue Alliance. And while we can get arrests and search warrants, and we do, we do all of our own investigations, all of our own forensics and things like that, we don't carry weapons or firearms. And that's why they partner with D.C. police like they did Wednesday, when three D.C. police officers were shot. Schindler says he's grateful that the officers are out of the hospital and reportedly doing well. D.C. Animal Control handles things like loose dogs, wildlife, and dog bites. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06 Friday morning. New this morning on WTOP, Metro GM Randy Clark is now apologizing after a third rail shoe assembly apparently came loose under a train pulling it into the Eastern Market Metro Station, sparking a fire and evacuation Thursday afternoon. As it was pulling in uh, to the Eastern Market Station, uh, headed inbound or westbound, showed, you know, an arcing uh, and smoke coming from underneath the train. D.C. Fire and EMS says one person was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Metro's now inspecting its tracks from New Carrollton to Eastern Market. We'll end up inspecting the majority of the system. We don't suspect this is a fleet-wide issue. At the Eastern Market Metro Station Scott Galman, WTOP News. As of this Friday morning, Metro's GM says no anomalies have been found on other rail cars and that a system-wide issue does not exist. 1207 on WTOP, a Loudoun County judge drops the last remaining charge against the former school superintendent Scott Ziegler. Ziegler was accused, you may remember, of lying during a school board meeting back in 2021 when he said then the school division did not have a record of a pair of sexual assaults by the very same student. A jury in the case found him guilty back in September of retaliating against a former special ed teacher. Late last year, it was Virginia's attorney general asked that charge be dropped because the AG's office says it was satisfied that justice had been done in the defendant's case. Ziegler was supposed to be sentenced on that charge last month. He now faces up to a year behind bars and a $2,500 fine. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. 
Download the WTOP app and choose it from your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know. Good news on gas prices. The local news you need to know. This just in. Or the traffic you want to avoid. Avoid 66 if you can. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. It's Friday, February 16th. Welcome into WTOP at 1208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Nothing in weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger with us in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Only one accident reported in the general DMV area. This is in Virginia. It's in Fairfax County. John Marr Drive at Backlick Road. Watch out for police and rescue units on the scene. Otherwise, an accident-free ride in Virginia, but there are some work zones, including on the Beltway out loop south of U.S. 50 for the road widening operations with some lane closures but no delays. The inner loop north of uh, right at 66, patching operations. The right center lane and the right lane blocked. Also in the inner loop at the American Legion Bridge for construction activity. With the right lane and right shoulder closed, once you cross over the American Legion Bridge into Maryland, you'll find no major issues in Montgomery County on the Beltway. There is one work zone going on on the Beltway in Prince George's County. This is a mobile closure of the left lane uh, from St. Barnabas Road to the John Hanson Highway. Also watch out for the emergency road work in Prince George's County affecting both directions of St. Barnabas Road between Winston Street and Fraser Square. The northbound side is closed with two-way operations on the southbound side. In Frederick County, southbound 270 between I-70 and Dr. Perry Road, just after Maryland 85, the Bucky's Down Pike. One lane is getting by this road work, however, not causing any major delays. Go electric to Fitzway, looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Mainly clear and cold to start your Friday. Temperatures in the lower to upper 30s across the area. Expect a high temperature on this Friday, just shy of 50 degrees. Clouds will be moving in, and we're tracking snow with this next weather maker. Temperatures will be low enough starting 10 p.m. today until 8 a.m. Saturday. Those are the hours where we're going to see some accumulating snowfall. One to three inches, and that's enough to impact area roads, turning slushy and then slick. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist. Just Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 in Washington, brought to you this midnight hour Friday morning on WTLP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. I'm now to get a check of your money news this early morning in the midnight hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Unemployed Americans are staying on unemployment rolls longer. The number of Americans getting ongoing benefits rose by another 30,000. Dulles Airport's getting $35 million in federal funding for construction of its new 14-gate terminal. Rod Stewart has sold his entire catalog to Iconic Artist Group for $100 million. It includes 10 number one albums. The Dow finished the day up 349 points. The S&P 500 index closed at a record. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian stocks higher. Our first check this midnight hour, Friday morning. The Nikkei is up by 425 points. The Kospi is up 30. The Hang Seng is up 298. The Shanghai is up 36. Still ahead, stick around. We'll shift gears this midnight hour on WTOP Friday morning. Over the past few years, fewer and fewer colleges, it seems, require SAT scores. Good idea, bad idea. We're in depth next. 
It's 12-11. Good morning. Glad you're with us. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Good Friday morning. Welcome to WTLP this midnight hour. Glad you're starting your day with us, February 16th. If you're just joining us, you can expect it to be clear and cold this overnight early morning. Veronica says by daybreak, it'll be chilly. Lows 33 to 38. Wind gusts to 20 miles an hour this overnight early morning. We're at 49 in Washington right now with snow on the way coming Friday night into Saturday. We'll update you on that shortly. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Thanks for starting your morning with us at 1213. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Up in the morning and out to school. As we've been telling you on WTOP, it seems over the last few years, fewer and fewer colleges these days require those SAT scores. Scholars have long said that standardized testing favors students in privileged environments, especially those with access to tutors. This morning, Jacob Vigdor, a professor of public policy and governance at the University of Washington, joins ABC's Brad Milkey with her action this week to Dartmouth College's decision to reinstate the SAT. There's a certain set of students, and maybe they're economically disadvantaged. They're not going to the the greatest high schools. They don't take AP courses because their schools don't offer them. We don't have a good way to find out that they've got what it takes to succeed at our university academically. But they show us a good SAT score, and then, okay, we're going to admit them. But if they don't have any SAT score at all, then they're too nervous to admit the student. That is the stated rationale for this. It's it's all about uh, promoting egalitarianism. Stated rationale. I feel a butt coming in here, Professor, because what, what do you think of this? One of the issues is that these schools say the moment we made this optional, a lot of kids in different minority groups stopped including their scores when, in fact, the scores would have helped their case to add them in. They thought they weren't good enough, and they were. What do you think of that? So Dartmouth is saying, oh, look, we got this file from an applicant where um, when we discover later on what their SAT score was, we say to ourselves, oh, I wish that they had told us because we would have admitted them. And so their response is, well, let's make the SAT required. And then a student like that will give us the SAT score and we won't make that mistake. I think what they're neglecting is the possibility that they make the SAT score required again. And that student that we're talking about does not apply because they realize, oh, Well, now that I have to reveal this information that I'm ashamed of, I'm not even going to bother applying. Because here's the one thing that has really happened at Dartmouth and other elite institutions since they dropped the testing requirements. The application numbers are through the roof. Mm. Dartmouth used to get about 20,000 applications a year. And what they just said is that for this coming year, they've got over 30,000. So that's 10,000 extra applications. 
because people are saying, hey, now that Dartmouth is test optional, I think I have a shot. Dartmouth brings the test back and a lot of those students are going to say, oh, well, you know, I, I, I don't think that I can make it, so I won't bother. Well, OK, and so that's like one thing that the Dartmouth people are saying. The other is that there is a link between if students get good SAT scores, they'll do better at college. Is that I mean, isn't that what admission is supposed to evaluate, right? Or is it? Yeah, well, I think that there's different ideas about what one of these colleges should be doing. If you want to just pick out the students that will get the best grades at your college, then the SAT is a pretty good tool for that. If what you're trying to figure out is, you know, am I admitting a student who's going to succeed here? You can actually do a pretty good job of that without the SAT because the secret about these Ivy League schools is that they're hard to get into, but once you're there, it's not that difficult to pass. Mm. So the percent of students at a place like Dartmouth who make it back for their second year is 98 percent. Mm-hmm. At your local community college, it's probably about 50. And so like they're already choosing a some, somewhat of a cream of the crop. They've already got great teachers like the students there, whoever they are, are going to do OK. Exactly. And this is actually something that Harvard admitted in the admissions lawsuit a few years ago about affirmative action, what they said is, we have a huge number of applicants who could succeed here academically, and then we're just trying to to sort of pick who are the lucky ones that will let in. That's Jacob Victor, a professor of public policy and governance at the University of Washington, talking with ABC's Brad Milkey here on WTOP. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you Friday morning on WTOP. The man accused of shooting and wounding three D.C. cops makes his first court appearance this week. We're learning more at WTLP this morning about the case of the deadly shooting this week after the Kansas City Super Bowl celebration. And Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis will spend another day this Friday on the witness stand defending herself in the Trump trials. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. People are driving 20, 30, 60 miles for the area's most incredible Toyota deals. And it all starts with just a click at twicethechoices.com. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make it all twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. Twice the Toyota selection, twice the Toyota savings, all with twice the Toyota customer service you deserve. The secret is out. The Toyota partnership that's putting dreams and driveways all around the beltway. Point, click, and save. Twicethechoices.com. Coming right up after traffic and weather Friday morning on WTLP. His marijuana dealer was in a wheelchair and he shot and killed him anyway. I'm John Doman. Friday morning, February 16th. Glad you're with us. Time now is 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ken Berger's with us this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Accident working in Annandale, uh, Fairfax County. The crash is at John Marr Drive and Backlick Road. There is some congestion. Multiple units have been dispatched, a couple just, uh, including just a couple of more, just a few seconds ago. So that is an area to avoid. That is the only accident reported anywhere in the DMV, whether in uh, Maryland, the district, or in Virginia. But there are multiple work zones, including in Virginia, the inner loop at the American Legion Bridge, right lane, right shoulder closed, and then uh, the Beltway inner loop near 66. For pothole patching operations, the right center lane, right lane closed. The outer loop south of 50 for the road widening work, you see a couple of lane closures. And then 95 southbound in Virginia, south of Dale Boulevard for the paving operations. The center lane and the right lane blocked. There's paving operations starting in Spotsylvania County, northbound 95 around around Virginia 606. Mud Tavern Road heading up to uh, U.S. 17 Warrington Road. There's center lane and the right lane closed. Then just north of that,
More pothole patching operations taking away two right lanes. This is north of U.S. 17 Warrington Road, heading all the way to Virginia 610 Garrisonville Road. Also U.S. 50 west of 66 for traffic engineering. All lanes, both directions are mobile, alternating closures. No major issues on the freeway in Washington. It's looking fine between 14th Street across Washington to the 11th Street Bridge. A good-looking ride both sides of D.C. 295 from the city-county line to the 11th Street Bridge. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And still ahead this morning on WTOP. Are we still seeing a lot of people move further out to get homes with more space? I'm Mike Marilla. Later today on a winter alert as well as Saturday morning. Tracking the next weather maker bringing accumulating snow to the area. Several inches looking like between one and three inches of snow likely for your Friday night, Saturday morning. Once the system moves out of here, hey, we're going to have sunshine and be rather wind whipped and cold for Saturday throughout the day. Now this morning our temperatures under the clear skies are in the low to upper 30s. Later today just shy of 50 degrees. That snow not starting until about 10 10 p.m. today. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we're at 42 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 42 Oxen Hill, 47 Sterling, midnight hour. Friday morning, February 16th, we're looking at 44 degrees now in our nation's capital. Glad you're with us this morning on WTOP. We've got much more ahead. Stay with us. It's 1221. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. Flexibility is the key to making profitable electric vehicles. This is Jeff Gilbert with the Car Chronicles. Carlos Tavares is CEO of Stellantis, parent firm of Dodge, Chrysler, and Jeep. They'll be launching eight new vehicles on their new large EV platform. This one can be sedan, SUV, crossover. This one can go up to 500 miles off range. Not too long ago, EVs could barely get 100 miles on a single charge. Now the standard's about 300 miles. Increasing it to 500 miles, Tavares says, would be a big deal for buyers. This is certainly uh, a very powerful uh, proposal to the customers that will completely erase any kind of uh, range anxiety uh, from their mind. Stellantis will have four different platforms for EVs and three different softwares. Their first electric vehicle should hit the road later this year. With the Car Chronicles, I'm Jeff Gilbert, CBS News. Good Friday morning, February 16th, 1222 on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP News. The ACLU of Virginia has filed two new lawsuits against the state's Department of Education asking the courts throw out Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's transgender policies for students. Those policies require students participate in school sports that match their sex assigned at birth and also require a student to have parental permission to change their name or gender at the school. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of two transgender students in Hanover and York counties. Youngkin says those policies, which went into effect last year, are aimed at giving parents a greater say in how their children are treated in school. But opponents here argue the policies are discriminatory against transgender students in the state. 
guilty verdict for a Prince George's County man who was on trial for murder and other crimes connected to a drug deal last summer. Last July 1st, the same day that marijuana became legal to buy in Maryland, 19-year-old Dan Gale tried to buy some from an illegal dealer he knew. The deal was to go down outside some apartments off Goodluck Road near Duval High School. But the dealer had his friend, a man named Malcolm Bradley, make the delivery. Now, Bradley was in a wheelchair, but Assistant State's Attorney Bill Porter says it took surveillance video to beat a self-defense claim from Gale. We were able to show Dane Gale literally turn around, pull out a gun, and just start blasting. Edith Bradley is the victim's mother. 